Hello, this is DJ Matt here on 91.5 KNSU Thibodeau, your local alternative, and welcome back to Sports Chat. We're back, and as always, DJ Echo is here. I am, in fact, here. That is right. Present and accounted for. <laughs> so we're back from break. Hope you guys had a great break. Our, my break was pretty chill. How about you? You had a chill break? Yeah. For yeah. the most part. Yeah, I just wanted to take time and just relax. So we're back to the grind now. So let's get it all started. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff went down. But first, let's let's talk about the Saints season because that's something we need to definitely wrap up. I think. Um, so I, what I'll say, you know, given the circumstances, the way the season started, the way this throughout the season, the adversity that this team had, I will say this season was a success. Yeah, I would I would call this season a win. It's a big win. Um, now. Okay, I have a love. Okay, we'll get to the Rams later, but I have a love hate relationship with them right now. And you know, I hated them because they kicked the Saints out the playoffs. Because right. if they, if they would have just won the game against the 49ers, we would be in the playoffs. Right. And everyone's like, "Well, we would have probably got smoked." I don't care. Just making the playoffs is good. Like, I don't care. Like we were gonna win anyway. I just wanted to be in. Because this is the thing. Now we have the twentieth pick in the draft. Eighteenth. Well, eighteenth. Eighteenth pick. Okay. Well, what are the top teams? Yeah. Like, whatever. So I mean, it's like you know. Yeah, like, anyway. If we were like. I mean, at that point, you're that close. You might as well try to get in. You know, I, I mean. Yeah. But the Saints Saints had a really good season, I thought. Tough to watch at times. Really tough to watch. <laughs> the games were not pretty. And really fun to watch whenever they were playing the Buccaneers. But oh, yeah. Those were great games. Um, This is what I'll say, though. I think, and and there's it, this just came up in the last couple of days, but, like, obviously, Sean Payton's future is now being questioned about whether or not he's going to come back to the Saints. Right. Um, every outlet's reporting this. Um, I don't know how much I, I, you know, buy into it. Now, Gail Benson did have a quote, and uh, she said, I don't think any of us know, but he'll let us know soon. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Um, so, there's some concern, I guess, but I don't, I don't know if I'm too concerned. Well, I mean, I, I, so, wasn't, I wasn't too concerned until the Gail Benson thing, because, yeah. you know, she would, she would know. Um, I mean... I mean, in many aspects, this is probably one of Sean Payton's best seasons coaching-wise. I mean, oh, you yeah. talk about the the question mark at quarterback for basically three-fourths of the season. COVID. I, I think to Injuries. come away with a winning record after that, I mean, that that's a success if you ask me. Yeah, I like it, without question. And, and this is the thing with the quarterback situation. The Saints, this is what this season proved to me. Sean Payton can win games with anybody at quarterback. Yeah. Literally. Literally, like it's ridiculous. That, so that's why when I like Taysom Hill, right? It's such a polarizing player within the fan base because there's people that really love him. Yeah, and there's people that be the starting quarterback, and there's people that really hate him. Right. I'm in the middle where it's like sometimes I love him, sometimes I hate I him. I don't. Th- but you know what it is? I don't think. Well, I mean, of course there are people that hate him, but like I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that I really like him for what he does, which is everything that's not play quarterback. <laughs> But this is the crazy part, though. This is what I, this is what I want people to realize that Sean Payton, like Taysom Hill, last season went with three and one. They lost to the Eagles. That was the only yeah. time they lost yeah. three and one. This year, Taysom got to play. They lost to the Eagles again, but the Eagles that was more on the defense because they can't stop Jalen Hurts. But um, still, like they won. Like Taysom Hill won like four. They went four and two, whatever it was. Whatever it was. So he has a winning record as a starting quarterback. Yeah. Which I mean, look, he doesn't play like Drew Brees. He doesn't. He doesn't have the accuracy like Drew Brees. He doesn't make the same decisions as Drew Brees. He makes more mistakes, but you still can win with. That's the th- crazy thing. Right. And Jameis was five and two. So if we brought Jameis back, it's like, well, we went five and two. We could totally do something with him too. It, it's there's so many different directions. And obviously with the free agent market now, with you know maybe Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers could be a possibility. 
who knows what Tom Brady's gonna do? I mean, Tom Brady was interested retire, in the Saints retire, before. Retire, retire, retire. Yeah, but I mean, like the op- the market's gonna be crazy in the off season, and you know, please, and please. look, even though we have the 18th pick, the quarterbacks are not like the last couple of years where they're all gonna go in the first 10 picks. Like right. those quarterbacks are gonna drop to the second round. So there's gonna you be know, there's yeah, gonna be a quarterback out there if the Saints really want him. But I don't, I don't think know. we're if, gonna if do. If I'm that. the Saints with the 18th pick, I take a wide receiver. I would. Too. That's what I would do. I take a wide receiver because. We, we, we need it. We need it really bad. Yeah. And this is also another big aspect to it. We're in salary cap hell again. We're $70 million over the cap. Yeah. So we're going to have more cuts, more things. I think the I think the thing that, I mean, look, I, I'm a Michael Thomas defender in a lot of ways because I, I think he's one of the best receivers in the league. I understand he's he, not just slant boy. He can do yeah. I understand he's caused some problems the last couple of years with the injuries and, you know, the communication within the team and all that stuff. I get that. But if he's committed to play here, he's a great receiver. But if he's not... And he causes more problems. His his salary, like his contract, his contract. We need we should move off of him if we feel that strongly about. It. You know what I'm saying? Just numbers wise. Not talking about like he doesn't have talent no more any of no, that. It's just not. it's just numbers wise. We probably need to move on from him. I mean, him. I mean, he's not. Whenever he signed a contract, it was what 100 mil contract. I think it was. Yeah. Like a five year, 100 mil, something like that. Yeah. So he could be definitely. That's his his name's going to heat up as we get into the off season. Yeah. I think they're, they're, it's going to get loud for him. Especially. Um, I don't know. I especially think that that would happen if, for some reason, Sean Payton wouldn't come back. Like, I think I think if Sean Payton doesn't come back, you'll see a lot of moves. Which sucks, because, like, honestly, the only thing that's keeping us from having a full-on rebuild is Sean Payton. If Sean Payton leaves, you might as well just blow the whole thing up. Right. Like, I would, and this, like... And this I is mean, the thing about Sean Payton, right? He would have to be traded because yeah. he's under contract till 2024. I mean, he, of course, he could just retire from coaching, but yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's gonna be a wait and see with the Saints. Obviously, once the season ends officially, we'll right. get we'll learn a lot more. I I mean, I still think Sean Payton will come back because he has too much invested. Like the whole Taysom Hill thing, just in and of itself, he's so invested in that and the contract that Taysom got. Like it'd be crazy for him not because I feel like Sean Payton's the only person that knows how to use Taysom. Like I don't know if any other coach can use him right. So it's it's. I don't want to go through a rebuild. We're too good right now to go through a rebuild. I don't. I don't want to do that. We just need a quarterback and a receiver, and we should be fine. Honestly. Yeah. So, but all in all, successful season. Yeah. Rough at times, but successful. Um, I mean, we beat the Bucks twice, so I mean, hey. Yeah. I call that a win. So let's get to the playoff games that were this week. Um, great weekend of football. Great, great weekend. Honestly, of whoever is writing the script. For the NFL right now has been on fire lately. Thank you, Vegas. That's all I gotta say. Whoever's writing the script right now <laughs> has been on fire lately. Like I, I would argue that this week, this past weekend of football, has been the the best weekend of football in a long time, if not like almost. I, I mean, you talk about you talk about three games that come down to game winning field goals, and you talk about the Chiefs Bills, which was oh, wild, man. just Ridiculous. wild. But let's let's go game by game. Let's talk about let's talk about the Bengals and the Titans. Okay? Wow, I, I was mean, I was shocked. Like I knew the Bengals had a chance, but I I, I don't know. I didn't. I almost didn't expect him to win because Derrick well, Henry was back. Obviously, I don't think he was necessarily one hundred percent. But then again, you talk about Derrick Henry even at eighty percent is probably better than a lot of running backs at one hundred percent. The Titans were running the ball pretty well in that game. The they let. Ten Hill lost him that game. Yeah, that's the, the, let's call it is. And I like Ten Hill, but he, he cost him. I mean, game. look, this, this is the thing about Titans. They don't need a great quarterback to succeed. They just need somebody to not make mistakes. Exactly. And that's what Ryan Tannehill was doing. Um, okay. I th- I really thought the Bengals were going to lose this game just for the yeah. fact that they gave up nine, nine sacks. sacks. Like, 
if they don't draft a lineman or get a, a big free agent lineman in the offseason, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. Like, because I was waiting for Joe Burrow to snap his leg. Like, of course, I'm, I'm serious. Like, okay, of like, course I was concerned. Of course, yes, Jamar Chase was the right draft pick over Panay Sewell, but like, good lord, do something about that line. Whenever you have nine, like, look, I love the Bengals. But if they have nine sacks against the Chiefs, there's no way that they're winning. Like, there's zero chance that they're that they're winning. Yeah, and look, Bengals. I'm rooting for the Bengals all the way now because yeah. they're the team I like. That's that's still Obviously, in it you know, for the Joe most part. Brown, Brown, but yeah. yeah, but and look, and the Bengals can beat the Chiefs. They've done it before. They can. Like, like if but Matthew's not out with nine sacks. If Matthew is out for the for for this week's game, and like they couldn't guard Jamar Chase in the first matchup, so their secondary is kind of thin. Yeah. If, I think Jamar, I think they can go off. If the O line can protect Joe Burrow, I think the Bengals have a good shot at winning. And, and I really Bengals, do. And the Bengals defense is serviceable. I mean, I look, obviously, look, you can have the best defense in the NFL, and the Chiefs are still going to put up points on you. Yeah. You just need them to make crucial stops. That's what you need. Yeah. You know, on third downs, you need to get off the field. You need uh, mm-hmm. whenever they get in the red zone, you need to come away with the field goal. All right. I'm not expecting yeah. them to shut out the Chiefs because that's not going to happen. All right. The Chiefs are too high powered of an offense for that to happen. Yeah. But if they get in the red zone, hold them. If it's a third down and long, I mean, if it's a third down and short, even. But if, definitely, if it's a third down and long, you need to get off the field. Absolutely. Force a punt. I, I mean, I would. I really want to see the Bengals go all the way. I do too. Um, <laughs> not because I dislike the Chiefs, just because I like. No, the I like the Chiefs. But, I, I wouldn't um, mind the Chiefs winning. I mean, at this point, every single <laughs> team that's in the playoffs, I would be so okay with going to the Super Bowl and winning. The only, the only matchup I don't want to see, just because we saw it already, is... is Chiefs 49 Yeah, I don't want to see that matchup. So either I need the Chiefs to lose or I need the 49ers to lose. Or right. both. It don't matter. But I, I I just don't want to see that matchup again. I'm like, even we saw so, it. Even if that happened, I'd rather that than the Buccaneers be in the Super Bowl for yeah. back-to-back years. Which, thank you, Rams. But anyway, thank Bengals, you, Rams. Bengals, Titans. And, and, and really, with the reports of the rookie kicker, you know, going out there and saying, Dude's well, guess we're, guess we're going to the chip. Telling that to Joe Burrow before, uh, before he went to kick it. Guy's my got guy. ice in his veins. But, yeah. Best uh, start. You know, whenever I saw that game, I was like, wow. You know. Yeah. Let's see if the other games can compare. And then we get to the next game, 49ers-Packers. And, wow. Wow. Oh, man. Wow, wow, wow. Aaron Rodgers just. The first drive, they scored that touchdown. And then the that was Packers it. offense did basically nothing for the rest and Special of the teams decided to be really special that day. Special teams decided to be really special. And it's so funny Jesus. because they gave up. I think they gave up basically all the points. Special teams. I mean, they definitely gave up that touchdown. Defense only block. gave up six points. So if the, if the special teams didn't mess up, right. the bank, Packers would have won. Right. Just straight up. And then like, we talk about with the blocked, uh, block field goal and whatnot. You and know. The, yeah, and the block punt. And then and then and then you and it's so poetic, you know, the last play with the uh, go ahead field goal. They only had ten players on the field. Uh, special teams geez. unit. It's funny, but yeah. Um, Everyone's hating on Rodgers, too, and I get it. I get it. But at the same time, like, he's not the reason they lost. Like, come on, let's get off of that. No. I mean, like, like he didn't play, like, his best game by no means, but, like, he didn't play to where they were going to like, It was like Ryan Tannehill throwing three interceptions. Yeah. Like, he was not the obvious, that's the problem right there for the game. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what you call it. I think it was just very much a defensive slugout. Yeah. And the thing is, is I think the 49ers right now arguably have the best defense left in the playoffs. I would say the it's, Rams. It's arguable. But then I would put the 49ers. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's an argument that could be made is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, if, you, if, if you're entering a defensive slug. Now, this is the thing, though. Jimmy Garoppolo has sold the past two weeks. He <laughs> sold against the Cowboys, and he just sold against the Packers. I, yeah. mean, you go, I mean, you go into the stat line, and we look at the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo 
completes 11 passes, zero touchdowns, one interception. That, that I mean, I don't know about you. That sounds like a sell to me. It's the same thing like the Titans. Just don't mess up. And, like, then, and then we go to 49ers Cowboys. Let's look at the board. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo completes 16 passes, zero oh. touchdowns, one interception. I mean, you know, we're... They're so run heavy. They are. They are so run heavy. But I mean, you also can't. You know. Yeah. Again, we we saw it. You can't throw three picks, two picks, and then expect to I, win. I just love how the Packers operate right now because, okay, so obviously the offense is going to be fine with Rodgers, right? The last two years, last time they played the Four Niners in, in the NFC Championship game, it was the defense, right? They ran all over the Packers. Couldn't do. Couldn't stop them. So that's why they lost that game. So now it seems like okay, you fixed the defense. Everyone's coming back healthy now for the playoffs. Like, and the, okay. And the defense looked good, you know? The and then special teams is the thing that kills teams. you. It's like it's always something, you know? Yeah. I it, mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, who knows what, what Rodgers is going to do? Um, I mean, if I'm him, I'd probably move on just because I think the grass what team, is green. What team do you go to? I heard an argument. I don't know if I heard this. might have been first take. But they were saying, like, don't go to the AFC. Because you have to deal with Mahomes, Herbert, and uh, Allen. Allen, Burrow, you know. So, so Broncos dealers are obviously choices that you know people are. Martin. Especially but, not Broncos because not only that you're playing the Chiefs twice. A year. And not not to mention Derek Carr. Depending what happens with him, he had he's a really. I think he's an underrated quarterback. I think he, I think he's proven this year that he's a really good quarterback. So that's a tough division to be in, you know. But I don't know. So the NFC. It's an interesting concept, but where would he go in the NFC? I was thinking last night, Washington football team, which will have a new name by the time this. Week, I feel. But, I feel like. But that could be a spot. I feel like if the forty, I feel like I feel like if Jimmy G sells again in the upcoming game, mm-hmm. maybe they move on from him, and then Aaron Rodgers finally ends up on the forty nine. But what about Trey Lance? They traded up to get him, and I like know. I don't mean I like they'd be kind of. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If the Fortnite didn't go after Trey Lance, then I could see it. I could totally see it. But because of the Trey Lance thing, I don't know how that's gonna work. But but you gotta think he's got he's gonna he's not gonna go to a team that's rebuilding. He's gonna go to No, a he said that publicly. Contender. You know. It's just if he goes to the AFC, I don't know if he's like I mean there's no guarantee in the NFC either. What if this happens? No, I just, just came to my mind. I, so Tom let's say Tom Brady retires. <gasps> Buccaneers oh. Buccaneers no wait wait Buccaneers have an opening at quarterback no. what if the Buccaneers go after Rodgers no. what if Rodgers goes to the Buccaneers no. <laughs> I mean that's something I mean I don't think anyone has said that I might be the first one to say this so if it happens you're welcome but I mean that I mean I'm, I'm just thinking of scenarios I think that could be a scenario obviously Carolina's been in the name too is like because who knows what they're going to do now yeah. with Sam Darnold obviously Cam is not the guy mm-hmm. um, so I don't know there's a lot of options where Aaron can go um, and you know, like I said, but Russ is gonna probably maybe be on the market too. Derek Carr, if they can't work something out in Vegas, he could be on the market. Um, you know, Baker. I think Baker is gonna be back next year. But you know, let's say they don't resign him, he's gonna be on the market. You know, next off season. Like, there's gonna be some movement with the quarterbacks and the Saints too. I know we're in salary cap hell, but if the Saints are pretty good with working things out, so who knows? And obviously, Deshaun Watson's a name that's out there. Yeah. You know. Um, so it, there's a lot of moving parts here in the off, when the offseason starts, which is exciting. I like it, you know. But, um, yeah. So the next game, we Oof. should. So Rams-Bucks. Rams-Bucks. Again, love-hate relationship with the Rams. Almost, I want to, almost had a heart attack watching that show. The only reason why I'm okay with the Rams yeah. winning is because of Stafford and OBJ. That's right. it. That's it. That's really it. And Stafford, I said this many times, and I'll say it again. 
Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They were just on crappy teams. Yeah. So now Stafford goes to the Rams. Okay, let's see what you got. Hey, he's pretty good. Might he, might win a Super Bowl. Right, might. So we're just waiting for Matt Ryan to leave Atlanta and do something. Because yeah. I think Matt Ryan's the same, though, the same I don't, thing. Though, 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 I don't know, because we're kind of getting towards the end of Matt Ryan, you know. That's why he's got to move sooner rather than later. Yeah. Matthew, oh. I feel like Matthew Stafford moved to where he's still got maybe a couple years before he starts declining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Matt, uh, Matt, Matt Ryan's right there. Like, like, like he's at that range where he's going to start declining. Um, yeah. Whenever you know, because I didn't start watching right away, but whenever I hopped on and I saw that the Rams were up like twenty-seven to three, I was like, "Oh, okay, good. It's not the number. It's not no, twenty-eight to three. Too close, though. It's too close, but it's not exactly. See, the I didn't guess why to get too excited. I was like, "All right." I was like, "I know Tom Brady's I'm coming back." I'm feeling good, and then they came back. I was like, "Oh Lord!" But hey, you know, Tom Brady finally getting his first unsportsmanlike conduct penalty <laughs> ever. Which he should have gotten one. Which I almost don't believe. Right. Which is weird. I, I don't, don't know why. Th- I mean, he should have gotten one the second time that they played the Saints. Whenever he was uh, talking smack to what was it? The oh yeah, he told coordinator or something. He, he told somebody on the sidelines to uh, f off or something. Yeah, you know? I mean that was, definitely should have been. Yeah, that should have been conduct. But whatever. And even Tom Brady himself this week has said that. Oh yeah, maybe uh, you know I talk smack sometimes too much. It's like yeah, okay. Well, here's an unsportsmanlike conduct. And you know, it, it was like he got he got hit. His lips started bleeding, <laughs> barely. And I mean, he's gonna go complain to the ref. Oh, look, I'm bleeding. And the ref's like, "All right, I'm I'm tired of this." So, um, and then you know, Bucks almost come back and they score. And that and that play, you know, with the one that got him in the field goal range. Yeah, I forget who said it, but it was like you blitz against one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz, statistically speaking. Yeah, yeah. And you put Cooper Cup, literally the best wide receiver <laughs> this season, one on one against a safety, not even well, a quarterback. He had, he had two catches that drive. He had two catches. There's one catch he made. He got to like the 45 and he got out of, bounds. out of bounds. But I mean, we're talking about the, yeah. the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put him one on one against the safety, not even a quarterback, because <laughs> you put him one on one against a safety. I mean, you're asking to lose at that point. And so, I, I mean, thought he was going to score a touchdown, though. But I really thought. I was like, I mean, he they, scored they the didn't touchdown. Have, they didn't have any timeouts, but. They had 20 seconds left on the clock, so they had enough time, and they knew after the Cowboys game that the ref touched the ball. That's right. Know, um, That's right. Spike it, kick field goal, <laughs> send him to the send him to the national, uh, not national conference championship. Yeah. You know, I was I was really I, I was really happy seeing it. You know. Yeah. Whew. You love to see it. I mean, I mean, call me a Tom Brady hater, but man, it's just fun to I'm watch. Not a Tom Brady hater anymore. But I, I I was kind of rooting for the Rams. I mean I mean I mean I'm okay. People can call me as already here. I don't care. I'll wear that badge of honor. But yeah, it was fun to watch. Let me tell you. Um, the funniest thing from that game though is when the Dominican Soup was complaining that Matthew Stafford kicked him. Yeah, it's like, like sir, <laughs> I think you have no room to talk. Like, here. You're the last person that should complain about someone kicking you. And like it wasn't even really a kick because he tackled Stafford and Stafford's legs was in the air and then just the way it came down and hit him. It's like, sir, like I he didn't really I kick you. It's like sir. You are, you you're not you're in no position to complain about this. <laughs> I thought that was just hilarious. And it was funny because after this game, I was like, "Oh my god, are the Chiefs and Bills going to come down to a field goal?" And I mean, kind of, <laughs> kind of came down to a coin toss, but yeah. I mean, let's get to that game. That game was crazy. And I love the memes. It was like, "Can we cancel the playoffs and just get a seven game series of Chiefs and Bills?" It. I'd be about it. I'd, I'd be, be about so about it. it right now. Um. <sighs> wow, yeah. What a game. What a game. I mean, I was, look, 
I when Alan scored that last touchdown with 13 seconds left, I was jumping up and down. I was like, "Let's go!" I was rooting for the Bills. I wanted the Bills to win just for Josh Allen's sake. And I was like, "He scored that play." I was like, "Oh, the Bills are gonna win." Bills Mafia's left. All the tables are gonna be destroyed. It's gonna be awesome. And then, and then, so at this point, we now know that 13 seconds is too too much time for Patrick Mahomes. So don't. So 12 seconds, maybe. Maybe Maybe 12 seconds. Maybe I don't know. Actually, no, because they kicked the field goal, but what, three seconds left? They did. I mean, okay, not kicked the field goal. They this, scored. Okay, but this yeah, they did. They had three timeouts left. at that point. So, yeah. I mean. That's what it was, a timeout. If they have no timeouts, I don't think there's any chance. Because especially the the play that, the first play that they ran was across the middle. Yeah. So, you have no timeouts there. The game's over. So, I mean, and then it's tough to say. Like And, like, people are, are, are dogging on the Bills' defense for a couple of things. Okay. No one can really guard Tyreek Hill. No one can really guard no. Kelsey. Let's get that out the way, okay? I mean, Tyreek Hill threw up the deuce <laughs> against somebody who was literally ahead of him. And, yeah. he, and he still outran him. Like, I mean, you, you can't guard this man. Yeah. And then, number two, you have to remember, they played a full football game, okay? A track meet, both sides. So those defenses were gassed at the end of that game. So, and that's why I think the overtime rules, at least for the playoffs, like for regular season, I don't care. But for the playoffs, I think the... Rules should be changed to where at least the offense has like both offenses have a chance because again, it is it is it does come down to the coin toss because at that at that point in the game the defenses are tired yeah. their offenses are gonna have an advantage. I mean I, mean, I do see both so, sides you know but I I do see the people who are saying you know so the game just came down to a coin flip and I mean technically speaking yeah the game did kind of come down to a coin flip yeah but I mean again you I look at the other side and people are saying well look it's not like it's not like okay flip a coin if you get it right you win the game. You I still mean, have to go out there and yeah, score. I get that, but like I do, I do also agree with you. Like, yeah, but the defense is gassed at, least, at that point. At least for the playoffs, they should change it. Like for regular season, they can keep it the way it is. Right. But for the playoffs, I think both offenses should have a I mean, shot. I mean, look, to, I mean, look, to try and score. I, I do think that the change from from two thousand nine, whenever, and I mean, the reason was kind of the Saints because it was the Saints and the Vikings in that conference championship. Saints yeah. won the toss. All they had to do was kick a field goal and, and win. Yeah. And, of course, Brett Favre was upset about that because he was like, oh, this is probably like my last season. You don't want to get it. Yeah. So then they made a change where you have to score a touchdown, which, I mean, okay, fine. That's fine. But, like. They should really do college rules over time. Like, honestly, the college overtime is pretty exciting. Yeah. You know? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean. Because the way the NFL does overtime, I feel like they want to they wanna get it done as fast as possible, which I understand, too. But, like, at least for the playoffs, you got to have. I think it's only fair, especially with both quarterbacks playing like that. You know, I, I just think that they should have Josh Allen should have had a chance because, like, I feel bad for him. Like he did, like he did everything right. Like, what what do you want him to do? The like, thing, the only thing they did wrong is call tails. That's what the only yeah, thing they did it. wrong that entire game because he, I mean, he lost the first coin flip and then he lost the overtime coin flip. So I mean, that's literally the only thing that he did wrong that entire game. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what more you want from. him. I mean, I'm not hating. I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I'm happy for the. Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs fan. I like the Chiefs. So. You I know. mean, I mean, looking looking forward, you know, what do you what do you expect from the conference championships? Obviously, we have Bengals Chiefs at the two o'clock, mm-hmm. and then we have 49ers Rams 5:30 this okay. upcoming Sunday. So, so here's the you, thing. What do you expect? These are my predictions. Okay. The 49ers have had the Rams' number. All yeah. right. But, I think the Rams are going to win. I think the Rams are going to pull it out somehow. I really do. Now for Bengals Chiefs. I think I think it's gonna be a repeat of the first time they play. I think I got the Bengals. I'm serious. I got the Bengals in that game. I got Bengals Rams in the Super Bowl. Okay. With me, I think I think it'll be a great game. I think that there's plenty of time for the Bengals to get to the Super Bowl. Um, you look at Joe Burrow; he's in his second season. You look at Jamar Chase; he's in his first season. 
I think T. Higgins is in his third season. I mean, they're very young, you know. Um, I think I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Chiefs win that one. Mm-hmm. And then 49ers-Rams, I do think that the 49ers have a chance. You look at what they've done in the playoffs so far. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Packers. I mean, these are these are two, you yeah. know. Well, Cowboys. Cam- 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 these, these are two division winners. <laughs> these, these, these are two division winners, okay? Yeah, yeah. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the, And not only did they beat them, they held them to low scoring games. Right. I mean, the, the, the Cowboys with about 17 points and then the Packers with 10 points. I think the Rams will win, but I don't think it's going to be a pretty game for the Rams. No, I don't think it's going to be a runaway. I think it's going to be close. And I, I think I think the 49ers lose because of Jimmy G. Mm. I think I think Aaron Donald and Von Miller are going to go crazy in that game. I really do. Because I don't I don't know I don't know if it's still Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust fully trust Jimmy G. To, but I think they lose the game. Because of Jimmy G. And it's crazy to think because the 49ers are such a run-heavy team. Even their best wide receiver is basically a running Well, that's, that's not the part of the equation because Debo, Debo did get hurt uh, on Sunday. Again, well, not was it? No, Saturday when they played the Packers. So how hurt is he? Right. So that could be because that's the biggest weapon because, honestly, they use him more than Kittle at this point. Yeah. Now, Kittle's a great player. Kittle's going to make plays. But if Debo can't go or Debo's not his 100% self, that, that, could, be, that could be tough for the Niners. Yeah, I, I I think I think I yeah I think I think the Bengals lose mm-hmm. either because of the offensive line or because of the defense, and I think the 49ers lose because of Jimmy Garoppolo, and yeah. I think the 49ers officially move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, and either they <laughs> they they go straight to Trey Lance or they maybe get one of these veteran guys who yeah. in the last few years. I I feel more strongly about the Rams Niners game than I do about the Chiefs Bengals like. I, I, I feel more confident that the Rams are going to win than I am about the Bengals yeah. winning. But the thing I'm, I'm with the Bengals is that even, like, even after nine sacks, the Bengals still found still a way to win that game. Over. And it's like, if they take care of the ball and can match points and they, for and points. they normally do. And, yeah. and, that, and that is the thing. You talk about offenses that can match the Chiefs, the Bengals are one of them. Because the Bengals are, and, and we got we can't forget that they do have Joe Mixon. Like they do have Joe Mixon. Yeah. But the thing about the but the thing about the um, the Bengals offense is you look at the weapons they have. They have Jamar Chase. If Jamar Chase is down, guess what? They got T Higgins. And they got Tyler Boyd. And, Tyler and Boy. Uzama. And was, so I mean, I mean, they have the they, weapons. But Jamar Chase is a rookie, literally bodying grown men. It's like, crazy. In the league, like that's like, awesome. Like like he is quite literally around our age, bodying grown men. Yeah. So the bad game is going to come down to can the defense get timely stops, and can the Bengals just protect the ball and Burrow? I, I think I think they can protect the ball. I think it will come down to the defense, honestly. I, I do too. If they can fi- get if they can stop Mahomes a couple times, a couple times, like, like you don't have to do it the whole game, just a couple times, crucial times that you need to stop Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, but I, but they can match point for point with the Chiefs. I really believe that. I think no, I, yeah, you they, know, yeah, they definitely can. But I mean, it could go either way. Still, I mean, like I just I just think the Rams. Are just a better team than the Niners at this point. But, and, but it's just, and, and this is another question: Are the Rams going to play four quarters of football? Because that's you, true too. Yeah. You look at you look at this past week. I feel like the Rams played two quarters of football, and then after that, they took the foot off the pedal. Well, the last time they played the Niners too, they were up seventeen nothing, and they took the the foot off the pedal. And, and that and that and is something that that I would say about this Rams team. You look at a lot of their games towards the end of the season and in the yeah. playoffs. They've got they've jumped out to big leagues, and then the games are closer than they should be. So I, yeah. But 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 this is the difference between. The Bucks game in this game. 
the 49ers offense is not nearly as good as the Buccaneers offense. So I think if they take the gas off the pedal, I don't think it'll come back to bite him as much. I think Jimmy G will make a mistake and it you know the And look, if they can stop the run, they'll have the Niners. I, mean, I really did think have that. The, they definitely have the people to stop the run. Yeah. So, so I mean they, they have the personnel. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to, but again, you know, I'm I'm coming here. I think I think it's good because realistically speaking, any four of these teams could be playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Real talk. So I mean, I mean, it's something. It's something. You know, it's good. We're not coming into a conference championship. Obviously, I think the first game, a lot more people are counting out the Bengals than they are the 49ers, just because the 49ers recently played the Rams and beat them. You know. Yeah. So it it, it is hard, you know, to play somebody three times and come away with a win. But same thing with the Saints and Buccaneers, right? We beat them twice, and then they beat us in the playoffs. Right. So I could be. I think it's gonna be that kind of situation where I just think yeah. the playoffs is different than the regular season. I mean, so. we'll see. We'll see, but. Yeah, um, so they got some head coaching vacancies around the league. Um, obviously, Urban Meyer's gone. Thank God, glad that happened. Uh, obviously, uh, Raiders. Let me let me ask this question. Yeah, ask a question. If dolphins, right, are one uh. of the smartest animals besides humans, <laughs> why did they get rid of Brian Flores? He was obviously not the issue. They I were mean, playing good the last half of the if, season. If anything, Brian Flores was the reason that that they were doing good. Like if you because you look at the dolphins, the past. I don't know. Like like before Brian Flores got there, they were. I mean, of course, they were playing in a division with the Patriots, but, like... Dolphins have been a mess since Adam Gase. water. Like, what? Actually, probably like, before what? Adam Gase, to be honest, but... What? I mean, yeah, you have to you have to be in a mess to hire Adam Gase in the first place. Um, but when he was with the Dolphins, no one knew he was that bad. But when he went to the Jets, it was like, oh, yeah, this dude okay, sucks. Okay, yeah, but... No, the th- I don't I don't know why the Dolphins fired Brian Flores. That was dumb. Yeah, I um, know. That is... That, whenever that, that is came dumb. out, I was like, what? And then you, we're getting reports... Um, that Deshaun Watson and Brian Flores. Yeah, they might try to team up. Try yeah. to team up. So I don't know where I don't know where that New York. I'm hearing New York could be a spot. Um, New York just hired a new GM. They got they cleaned house in New York. Um, rightfully so. Um, no, the thing that also another fire that kind of made me mad was the Texans when they fired David Culley. Like. The, say what you want about the like in terms of the bad teams in the league where you look at the Jaguars, Texans, and the Lions. You can look at the Lions and the Texans and say, yeah, they had terrible seasons. They suck, but they played hard every single game, right? Like they played for their coach. Jaguars was just a mess because of Urban Meyer. Nobody wanted to play in that in that team. But but for, for the most part, like the Texans players played hard, the Lions players played hard. They played for their coach. The coach got them ready to play every week. Yeah. So I felt like. Now, obviously, I don't know the full details. People are saying, well, it was always it was always going to be a one-year thing. But I feel like that's stupid. Why would you just hire somebody for one year and then let them go? It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. And, and Davis Mills is one of the best rookie quarterbacks this year, like, compared to the other. Like, I mean, it's Mac Jones, and probably number two is probably Davis Mills, to be honest. I mean, like, obviously, talent speaking, you wouldn't say that. But, I mean, statistically speaking, statistically, he was. Like he, like, he played well. So, the Texans have something here, you know. It's not like they're a hopeless team right now. It's like in the beginning of the season it seemed hopeless, but toward at the end you go, you know what? There's they can really do something here. They can build it up again. Obviously, the Sean Watson situation needs to be settled, and and they need to move on from him. But but I mean, for the most part, I mean the Texans I thought had a solid year, yeah, given so, their circumstance. So, so so these are the teams that fired so far because I mean I guess so far. I guess there still could be some teams. So obviously Jacksonville. <laughs> um, I. All right, there's Jacksonville, Denver, Denver Minnesota, yep. Chicago, mm. Miami, New York Giants, Houston Texans, and then Las Vegas Raiders. 
out of those, what would you say is the most like I, I give you a coach, which is the first like your first choice and the last one that you would want to go to? <sighs> That's tough. Cause I can see potential in all these teams. That's the thing. Like Minnesota, I think is an interesting job because you have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Like yeah. you have you have a good offense like, and Dalvin Cook, and you have a, okay. Like you just gotta build the defense up again a little bit more. Yeah. And I think if they get rid of Kirk Cousins, overrated. I've always said he's the most overpaid, overrated player. But if they can get a upgrade at quarterback, the Vikings will be ready to go, especially if Rodgers leaves. Yeah. Same thing with Chicago. If you know you have Justin Fields there. Obviously, who knows what's going to happen to Allen Robinson, but, you know, if they can make moves in Chicago, that could, you know, they, they, the NFC North's going to be wide open, I feel like. Yeah. So, those two jobs are, I would say, would be kind of desirable. I would say Miami's desirable. Everyone's dogs on Tua, but I think Tua's, I think Tua's starting to get it. I, I, I believe in Tua. So, I think that's, and obviously that defense is good. So, that's a spot, you know, obviously you're in a division with Patriots and Bills, but, I, you know, I think you could, there's still some wins to be had there. The Texans, I would probably say, would be my least desirable, mm-hmm. only because they still have a lot of things to figure out with Deshaun Watson, and I don't like their management they have in there in place. But so I would say that's probably my least desired location. Then I would say Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I would put over Texans cause, just because of Trevor Lawrence. What about New York Giants? Where would you put them? The Giants are that team in the middle where it's like mm-hmm. it just depends, like w- what direction they're going. Because obviously you got to move on from Daniel Jones. Who are they going to get? Are they going to draft another quarterback? Or are they going to go after Russell Wilson or any uh, of these other free agents? Or you know, that's that's what's that's what's going to dictate the Giants thing. What are what are their plans? I don't want to say for me the the for me at least the two most favorable would probably oh be, and Denver I would say Denver's a good spot to move on from Drew Locke and you get yeah for me I think Las Vegas is probably my in my opinion because you look at the Raiders with everything that they went through and they still went to the playoffs yeah you know so they have the personnel on the field that that they can do it mm-hmm. miami's a good one um but like if you're if you're someone who wants to like if you want the best chance to win get a chance at the playoffs i think the vikings is the place because like you said aaron Rodgers, they're established amazing. yeah they're established they have the team to do it they just need good coaching um and, and a lot of and a lot of these because i'm looking at like a lot of them they, they've got some similar people eric uh being is one of them that not I mean, I don't. I don't know if that's gonna happen. We, we it should he's, happen. He's he's in the uh, he's in the head coaching rumors every year, and then he goes back to the Chiefs. You know, so and obviously Brian Flores is a hot commodity right yeah. now. Dennis Allen from the Saints is getting looks. Um, obviously, some Cowboys assistants. So obviously, Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn are getting interviews everywhere. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I think the next team that needs to get a new um, head coach is the Arizona Cardinals. What? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. Look. Yeah. Listen. I don't know if I blame Cliff Kingsbury for that loss. I, I mean, it's just look. Some look. I pl- you know I played sports for a while, and some games you just come out flat. It's just it, it happens. Yeah. I, you yeah. you can be you can have the best week of practice. You can be the most prepared person. Watch all the film. Know exactly what you're going to do. You come out flat. It happens. I mean, yeah. So, I agree, but. I understand. I understand your viewpoint. I get it. You know. I mean, we're talking about literally for the first seven games, the best team in the NFL, and, and then and they kind of just off. fell apart. I but mean, then playing, drawing the Rams in the first round though was not luck. No, I mean, that was that, not luck. But I mean, but I mean, it could have been avoided if we wouldn't have gone. You know, what like two and five or whatever in our last. 
Well, it could have been avoided if, this, if the Rams were just beating the Niners. If the Saints would have gotten the playoffs, the Saints would have had to play the Rams. I mean, that too. And then the mean, Cardinals would have played somebody else. So I mean, that's that too. But I mean, we're, I mean, the whole thing could have just been avoided if the Cardinals wouldn't just went two and five in the last yeah, seven they, games of the season. They underachieved toward the end. I mean, we're talking about. I mean, we're talking about Kyler Murray, who was literally an MVP candidate. You went seven and zero. You were the top team in the NFL. You were beating everybody, and not only were you beating them, you were beating them in great fashion. You know. Yeah. I mean, and then even whenever DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins went down, I guess think that's what, what changed it. James Conner came out of nowhere. He yeah. was running the ball like crazy. So, I mean, I don't what well, happened. Did you know, D- so. I, don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know why I don't remember. D-Hop didn't play in that wildcard game, did no, he? No, D-Hop didn't come back. I think that was a big factor. D-Hop got injured, and then he kept, like, like, well, like he came back for, like, two games, and then and then he was out for, like, the rest. Well, they said he was going to come back for the playoffs, but he didn't. Uh-huh. So, I think that's also something that needs to be said, um, that they didn't have his best weapon. So, Again, I don't. I don't absolve Cliff Kingsbury at all. I think he deserves blame for the loss. But like again, I just think that the Rams are just a better team. I mean, yeah, the Rams were a better team. So I agree, it, but it, like, I, I mean, obviously, I guess you could point to DeAndre Hopkins getting injured. But like, what happened from going seven and zero? And I forget what their first loss was. But from going, I think it was the Packers or something. But from going seven and zero, you know, winning, losing a couple, and then going two and five. Like, I want. Like, where? Where's the disconnect there? Like, what happened? <laughs> You know, and, and I'm like, look, DeAndre Hopkins is a great wide receiver, but you can't tell me that that is all attributed to one guy. No. No. Especially at the wide receiver. I mean, if it was if it was Kyler Murray that went down, but hey, fine. hey, at least your team made the freaking playoffs, okay? Don't even get me started. All they had to do was beat the Jaguars. Why was it that difficult? You know what it is? Why was it that hard? I'll tell you what it is. The Colts go to that, that stadium, TIA Bank Stadium in Jacksonville. They they see that swimming pool, and that's all they can think about. I'm telling you straight because that's what I would be doing. You can't tell me that it's that hard to just beat the Jaguars. They're, they're, they're distracted by the swimming pool, because that would be me. I'd be looking at that swimming pool saying, man, I could really use a swim right now. But, oh, wait, I'm playing a football game. Oh, man, I get to focus. <sighs> like, I'm, like, I'm telling you, it's that swimming pool. I'm telling you, that's our kryptonite. I'm and telling it's the, you. And the Steelers fans like, woo, we crept in. It's like, yeah, because... <laughs> Yeah, but that's know. good though. That's good. We need. To be, I think we needed that loss. It's gonna make us better. I really believe that. No, I'm lying. I'm, I'm lying. I don't believe that. <laughs> You're upset. You really. I'm upset. To be in I was the really mad. I was really mad. You really wanted to be in the playoffs. We should have been. How were we? I agree. I agree. Like, we what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I oh, so man. agree. I so agree. Man. God. I have, an, I have another question. What are your picks? For the awards now, now that the regular season is over, you know mm-hmm. everything that is going to be judged on. Well, what are your picks for the awards? I would say MVP is Aaron Rodgers, just because that's what everyone's saying. So that's what it's going to be. Anything but something. So Aaron Rodgers is going to win MVP. Okay. Um, defensive player of the year, I would give it to T.J. Watt. Yeah. Um, offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. easy. No Def- winner. Defensive rookie of the year, I'd M- Michael Parsons. Probably Michael Parsons. Um. Now, comeback player of the year, is, I think there's still a conversation to be had. I think Joe Burrow might win that. I think Joe Burrow should win that. I do, too. I, mean, obviously they I would make an argument for Dak, but... Obviously, they don't take into account the playoffs for the awards. This is strictly regular season. But I still think even in the regular season, Joe Burrow deserves it. Yeah. Offensive player of the year? Hmm. It should be Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup. But is he going to win it? Who knows? I would give it to Cooper Cup. I would give it to Cooper Cup. Um, They're probably going to give it to, like... The quarterback between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers that doesn't win MVP or something. Who knows? Usually, though, usually, like... They should give it to Cooper Cup. I mean, they Triple should. Crown... I think they will, Triple Crown honest. almost broke records, you know. Um, I don't I don't see why you don't and give it to him. Coach of the year. Hmm. Coach of the year would be interesting. A lot of people would maybe say Mike Rabel, but I'm like, I don't think I would give it to Mike Rabel. Um, I mean, again, we're talking... Regular, regular season. Regular season. 
No, I mean, they did get the one seed after Derrick Henry got hurt. And so, it, it was a good... I'm not saying Mike Rabel doesn't deserve it, but I don't know if I'd give it to him. Honestly, I mean, I kind of buy it. I, would get, I really would give it to Champagne just because, like, the fact that they had more adversity than any team, I feel like, in the league this year. And the fact that they did that. And yeah. basically, I'd say basically made the playoffs of one for one thing, you know. But, um... I don't know. Coach is a toss-up. It really is. I could I could make an argument that Rich Passaccia for the Raiders, the interim coach, I could make an argument. Like, he got that team refocused and they went to a playoff. You know, I think he should get some consideration. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different ways I you mean, can go. I mean, obviously, Bill Belichick might be in the conversation. But I, I, and I think that's warranted. Um, obviously, Andy Reid. You yeah, got to give Andy, Andy Reid credit. Um, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, you know, Obviously, some, I, I, some of the big names, but yeah, Zach Taylor for the Bengals too. I could, yeah, I, could I, say, would say. I could see Zach Taylor winning it as well. And I could give some, I could give some uh, conversation to Mike Tomlin, considering yeah, the Steelers should not have been in the playoffs. Absolutely not. Like they're oh, the, absolutely clearly not. shouldn't have been. I mean, they could thank the Jaguars for that, but you know, but yeah, but the fact that, but even like even though their season was pretty poo, but they still ended up making it. I mean, that says a lot about Mike Tomlin. They, they were still so. in a position to get help still never had a losing else. season, which is crazy to think. Crazy. Wild. Like, it's crazy. So, so I think Tomlin should get some consideration, too. I mean, there's a lot of different coaches. I mean, obviously, B.A., you can, Bruce Arians, you can you can say, could also because of, I mean, lately with the A.B. stuff and all that. I don't know. I, I mean, it, that's what, I mean. I mean, we're talking about the last two games of the season, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 but, I mean, there's a lot of different coaches that could win it. Yeah, I, I, I think I think the, the ones who should win it is probably either Zach Taylor. I think Zach Taylor might win it. I can see that happening. Just mm-hmm. the because nobody was expecting the Bengals no. to be as good as they were. I mean, obviously, people thought that they were going to bounce back with Joe Burrow, but like not not to the level that they, you know, making the conference championship. You yeah. Know? So I mean, I think I think Zach Taylor will end up winning it. I think I think if Cooper Cup doesn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year at that point, just name it the quarterback award. Like like if you if you're not going to give it to Cooper Cup, just name it the quarterback award. Like like let's just be honest because that's all they ever give it to. Yeah. Like if you do not give it to Cooper Cup, like good lord. Um yeah, Defensive Player of the Year also T.J. Watt. I mean, tied this tied the sack record. I mean, obviously he had, he had an extra game, but I mean, still, still, it's impressive. It's still impressive, you know. So, yeah. Um, so let's get to NBA real quick. NBA. So, look, Pelicans still not doing that great, but hey, guess what? We are we are moving up. We're moving up in the standings here. Like it's it's we're doing okay. Like we're at the eleventh spot right now. We're two games. Behind the Trailblazers for the tenth spot, okay. Which is the play-in? Which is the play-in? Now, at this point, I'm counting out the Rockets and the Thunder because we are basically what four, three and a half games or so ahead of them. Yeah. And the Spurs, we're about a game and a half. The Spurs don't have a lot of firepower and they've been losing. The Kings are a game behind us, so they're a lot of questions. But again, depending on the what the what happens for the trade deadline, if they move off De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill, like if they go full rebuild, Mm -hmm. they will be out. Um, so, I mean, we just need the Trailblazers to start losing some games. Now, Dame has been out, in and out of the lineup, you know, for the most part all year. Um, so, I, and look, again, trade deadline, Pelicans are, it's said that Pelicans are willing to be buyers at the deadline, which means we're getting, we're getting, instead yeah. of really. But I mean, know, of course, to be buyers, we you also gotta, have to give up stuff. But. but, so, and look, listen, this team's been hurt, too, throughout the year. Obviously, B.I.'s been in and out of the lineup with injuries. Valentunas has been, Josh Hart, you know, all these. There's been injuries on this team too, so the consistency hasn't been all there. But they're starting to find their groove, I think. And I will say, like, if Zion was healthy, this team would be 
I would probably say close to the seventh or eighth seed at this point. Probably no, I mean yeah, I mean Honestly. especially especially if you would have started the season, but like I think I think we can still make the play. I think I think there's a lot of basketball left. We just need we just need to go on a good win streak. We go on a five or six game win streak. I mean, I think we'll be I think we can get into that tenth spot and we just have to hold on to it. You know? Um and maybe and look Zonic still could come back later this season too, for a final push. Yeah. You know, I don't know how I don't know when that's gonna be, but it, it that's possible too. Um, but it's gonna come down to the trade deadline. I think what we end up doing there, um, and who we get. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you basically touched on everything. I mean, yeah. I just want to add. I mean, obviously, right now the NBA is kind of in like a lull because we're at like you know the height of the playoffs for the uh, NFL. So you know, yeah, it's most people are in the NFL right now. But uh, what I will NBA. say about the NBA is that you know, for some reason, I, I I compare the Western Conference to the NFC and I compare the East to the AFC, and and the same thing's happening. It's like the Eastern Conference. You look at all the teams, right? There's a, you know, you go from the one seed to, let's say, the seven seed. It's a four-game difference between the one seed and the seven seed. You go to the West, between you get to the seven, seven seed, it's a 14. Game difference. The teams in the West are worse than the teams in the East this year. Well, I think the so, West is very top-heavy is what it is. Same thing like the NFC. Because, I mean, you look, you look at the Suns, you know, they're, they're three and a half games ahead of second place. Right. The Heat is only a half a game ahead of the Bulls. And the Nets, and I mean, and the Nets, but yeah, I mean, they're they're only half a game ahead of second and third place. I mean, even the Bucks are only one game behind. Cavs, Cavs are surprised this year. Cavs sure. are one and a half games behind. You know, so like, so the East, it could be anybody in the East to go move on. And obviously, the Bulls are dealing with injuries. Obviously, Alex Caruso just got destroyed by Grayson Allen, so he's out for a couple of weeks. Lonzo's been out, gonna be out for a couple of weeks. Right. But the Bulls have been a really good team. The Nets, obviously, getting Kyrie back at away games <laughs> somehow. And I mean, um, I mean, at this point, I think I think I read if the Nets want him back full time, they don't have to pay a five thousand dollar fine every single time he plays at home. But like, I mean, I know their whole organization. I mean, if they if they really want him back that bad, I mean, I don't see why they don't pay the five thousand dollar fine each time if you really feel like you need him. Yeah. I almost feel like they might start like cherry picking which home game he plays for, like 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 Possibly. the tough one. They're like, all right, Kyrie, you're going. Obviously, when it comes to the playoffs, I can see them doing that for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, so the East is very balanced, and like, there's a lot of different teams. Like, I know, I know, I picked the 76ers from the East to move on to the finals, and they're they're in the six seed, but they're two and a half games out of the one seed. Right. So like, I mean, it's so funny to me that like the. So obviously, as we pointed out, like one one to seven is fourteen games. You don't get to fourteen games behind until you get to the fourteenth seed in the East. Which yeah. Was well, I mean, really, the Pacers? They're thirteen and a half, the thirteenth seed. But like that's crazy. You know, that's crazy. It's like it's like it's like the West had all the good teams. Now it's the East. It's crazy yeah. how that works. I don't think um, I don't think it's that the, that that the West teams are necessarily bad. It's just that. It's it's a race between the Suns and the Warriors in the West. That's that's call it what it is. And the Grizzlies will make noise, but they're not. And I mean, it's the Suns and Warriors. And you know what's crazy? Ever since Steph broke the three point record, his his shooting his shooting percentage, like field goal percentage, yeah, it's going down. Bad. Like West Westbrook has a better field goal percentage <laughs> right now than Steph Curry. Oh, 
man. Everyone West. dogs on Westbrook. I love Westbrook, man. Okay, don't be, but, but don't be asking him to do stuff that he doesn't do. I okay, mean, yeah, I don't mean, need to go. I mean, look, him, whenever, whenever your nickname is Westbrook, okay, we just kind of, we just kind of, we just kind of. <laughs> he's I'm, never I'm, been a good shooter. Why is everyone surprised that he sucks at shooting? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just and, saying, whenever your nickname look, is Westbrook, you know. Me, don't get me started on the Lakers as a, as a as an organization <laughs> right now. Because guess what? Everyone's saying that. Oh yeah, they might move off of Frank Vogel as the coach. I'm like, you think he's the problem with the Lakers? LeBron is running the team. LeBron's the GM and the coach. Why does why doesn't LeBron LeBron's do the owner, GM, and coach, and the team? He's the team. Why doesn't LeBron do what Bill Russell did and just be a coach player? Like, cause literally what he is. I mean, like, what do you mean? Why doesn't he? He already is. I'm talking about officially. Like, he needs to wear a suit and tie as he's playing basketball. I'm t- I'm telling you straight up. Like, like LeBron's it's LeBron's team. So to put any blame on Frank Vogel to me is it's stupid. Is a joke. And then the the dog, the GM for the moves. So obviously, I think LeBron's the one making the moves. He's the one making the moves. He's he wanted one, Westbrook. He's, I mean, uh, allegedly, he's the one tampering already. You know, so like, like, so, so and look, and also nothing, nothing too. Story of our lives. Anthony Davis has been hurt. Ah, uh, duh. What? So, like, I don't know why anyone's surprised that the Lakers suck. Right Alex, now. I'll think I'll take things that have never happened for five hundred. Like what? So like, like the Lakers got what they deserve. I think honestly, like yeah. y'all asked for this. Y'all asked for Melo and freaking. Westbrook and Dave, like y'all wanted these players, these old players now that are basically broken. Let's say how it is. And somehow Westbrook still has more All Star votes, and 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 Carmelo has more All Star votes than Bi and Valanciunas somehow. What? That like doesn't Valanciunas has one of the best three point percentage is in the league? He's one of the best centers in the league, and then Bi is one of the best small forwards, who's not named LeBron. Like they deserve spots over Melo. Melo comes off the bench. How is he getting all the All Star votes? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. I, again, I hate all star voting. voting. I hate it. It's voting, you know. So I know, and it sucks. And the Pelicans, I mean, but like, like I, I don't know, man. It just the Lakers. I'm glad the Lakers suck, though. I'm actually glad. But like, you know what? At least your Mavs, you know, are in the playoffs. Luca, Luca, <laughs> love me some Luca. You do love you some Luca. It's crazy. There was, there was an argument the other day, like, who would you rather have Ja or Luca to start a team with? I was like, give me Luca. Give me Luca. Easy. Anything. I love Ja. I love Ja. Ja was amazing. Ja's having an amazing season. I mean, Ja's got the Grizzlies in third right now. Like, yeah, Ja's a fantastic player. I mean, I mean, but give me yeah. Luca. <laughs> give me Luca. Give me Luca. <laughs> give me Luca. <laughs> you know what? Why not both? Call oh, me crazy. Yeah, Why both? Not both. Oh, man. <laughs> Call me crazy. Why not both? One, one, of, the be- one of the best back, you know, backcourts. Also, too, I will. I want to give credit to the Timberwolves. I think Dave having, a, you know, compared to the earlier seasons, I mean, with Cat. I mean, I mean, they're five hundred right now. You know, so they're over the Lakers. Yeah, I know. I think Edwards just got hurt. Hopefully, it's not none serious. Hopefully, he can come yeah. back. But I mean, like, the Timberwolves have something there. I mean, I, I give them credit for you know. I mean, they're doing better than the Clippers. Well, Clippers don't have Kawhi and RPG, so that's the Lakers. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I, like I said, I think LeBron's done winning rings. I really believe that. Um, you know, I just think that if you're, like, at this point in the league, you can't win with 30-something-year-olds. The game's too fast. It's not just that. It's just the, game, the game's not what it used to be. You know? Like, you look at the Suns, right? Chris Paul is over 30, but, like, look at Devin, Devin, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges... Like, like you they know. have the young guys. And Chris Paul is doing what he needs to do. It's not like the whole team is Chris Paul. And I mean, hell, yeah. even if the whole team was Chris Paul, they'd still be fine. You know, yeah. Chris Paul's still good. Yeah. You look at the teams in the West, it's like, yeah, the teams that are good are young. Now, obviously, the Warriors, 
Or not necessarily young, but they have young players. They still James Wiseman is about to come back. I wouldn't call the Warriors young, but they have the young players. They're not as old as the Lakers, right? Grizzlies young, and the way the Warriors play is not the way the Lakers. But the Warriors have shooters. Yeah, with Steph, Clay, and Draymond. You know, so Draymond's not a shooter, but you know Draymond does a lot of different things. Draymond does what he needs to do. Yeah, you know so, and also you got Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. So. The way the Warriors are built, they can be a little older, more veteran type, because they don't, they're not, the Lakers don't have shooters. That's their problem. They don't have shooters. LeBron might be their best shooter. Like, right? like whatever, uh, I like, mean, obviously, obviously, whenever Carlo, Carmelo was in his prime, yeah, he was, you know, he could oh, yeah, be the shooter. If, there were, if this team was in his prime, it, they'd be the best team in the league, without yeah, question. No question. But, I mean, yeah, Russell was, I mean, yeah, it's not a shooter, that's not what he is. But you bring him in whenever you need shooters. You bring Carmelo in, who love Carmelo, but like, you know, he's he's at and the twilight of his career right now. But here's the thing: they trade obviously they traded Kyle Kuzma and uh, Harrell and so and, and KCP they're doing good on the Wizards. Wizards. But here's the thing, though: Kuzma needed to go. I think Kuzma for his career, I think he needed to be somewhere else. He needed to get. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think I think they'd have been better off if they would have kept Harrell and, and KCP. I'm, I think they'd have been better off. <laughs> Probably, honest I mean, to God. But I mean, at that po- okay. Well, at that point, what then do you trade? Because obviously, you're <coughs> you're gonna still trade Kyle Kuzma. What else do you trade? Because they're gonna make that trade to get Westbrook. Right. What else do you put in that trade? Then, if you keep Harrell and KCP. I don't know. That's a great question. Because see, that that's that's, that's the, the thing. thing they yeah. really didn't have anything else that they could put for Westbrook. But I, I just think Westbrook doesn't fit on that team. He just doesn't fit. No. For what they want him to do. The team has like no chemistry. No. And Melo's only there because he's friends with LeBron. That's the only reason why Melo's on the team. Straight up, that's that's the reason that he's friends with LeBron. And Melo, I mean, I mean, you know, Melo ring chasing, fine. I mean, like, that's fine. Whatever. You picked the wrong team to ring, ring chase, though, because I mean, they'll be looking to make it past the first round if they even make. Because look, AD's gonna AD's gonna come back from injury, and he's gonna get hurt again. The Lakers will make the playoffs. By the way, I believe the Lakers will make the playoffs. He's gonna get hurt before the playoffs. Yeah. Again, and he's gonna be out for the playoffs, and the Lakers are gonna look. Stupid again. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. It's the, it's the story of I 80's mean, career. I just, I just don't see after how much 80. Because look, whenever he was on the Pelicans slash Hornets, because he was on the Hornets first, whatever. <laughs> fine, you know, you you can make the argument like, oh, he's not on a good team. He's carrying too much. Fine, okay, whatever. He's playing with LeBron right now, and he's still getting injured like he is. Like he's he was wrong. So I mean, I don't, I don't see whenever he's done with the Lakers because he'll probably be done with. The, I don't see what team is going to sign him to like a max, super max. But I, I don't see any teams wanting to do that for him. No. He's too injury prone. I mean, he's too much of a risk. I mean, obviously, if AD is healthy, he's one of the best players in the league. But Without like, question. That's if he's healthy. And he's barely ever healthy. I mean, people make jokes like whenever he got his hair braided. Like, oh, he's going to be out two weeks for soreness. <laughs> but, like, basically, like, it feels like it. The Lakers' success hinges on AD's availability. Straight up. And he's not. Without and AD, they're not. nothing. And he's just not. And LeBron's it's still playing well. LeBron's in his age. LeBron's playing fantastically still, but he, he he's not. He can't carry this team. Not against this West, against the Suns or the or the Warriors or the Grizzlies. Even yeah. I, I I mean, it's not happening. It's just not happening. No. So I I really do think the West is a, is a two team race at this point. Maybe a three team race. Maybe a three team race. The East is is like a. Honestly, East, a seventeen race. Is like, yeah, East is a seventeen race because even the Hornets could. I would, yeah. Hornets are only what four games behind, so I mean, it's not like, you know. You know the Celtics, eh, not high on the Raptors, and eh, not high on the Wizards, eh. 
The Knicks. <laughs> I'm gonna start on the Knicks. Uh, the Hawks. Hawks. I'm surprised the Hawks are doing this bad. To be I honest, know, I thought the Hawks would be better. Still been playing good. Yeah. So that that'd be my, my biggest disappointment is the Hawks this year so far. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, crazy. So, before we wrap up, okay. So, again, the fantasy hockey league has been well documented at this point. I look back at the scores. I'm I I've only lost one game. Okay, but I should be undefeated. Right. I, I figured this out. Okay. I should be undefeated. How how did how did, how did we come to this conclusion? So I go to oh, let me go to my let me go to my league. Let me go to my okay. The one game I lost. Guess how many points I lost by? Less than two. Way less than two. Point whatever. Point one. <laughs> I lost by point one. ESPN I should decided, be undefeated ESPN, in fantasy hockey. ESPN decided that they had to step in. I was like, hold on, hold on. He's too powerful. He's too powerful. And Got guess it. what? I know nothing about hockey. They had to nerf you. They had to nerf. Obviously, you know, you know a lot about fantasy football, though. You know. I did win that you league. Did win, you did win the league. You did win that league. But this is more impressive. Though. The hockey is that's more impressive. I think. This is impressive. I do think. I do think though. For for next time, we need to do. We need to do the one where we all draft just from one team. I think that would be so fun. I mean, absolutely. Well, I'm not head of the league, so I can't tell you how to. We're gonna do it. True. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So I should be on the feet of fancy hockey. That's all I wanted to which say. Which is wild. Which is uh, which is definitely wild. I'm owning them, which is crazy. And I feel bad. Cause I feel like those people that I'm playing with actually do know something about hockey. <laughs> I'm just here. I this kid. I'm just here and I'm just destroying them. Destroying them. That's so funny. That's like, that's like, that's like imagine, right? Imagine if you were playing fantasy football and you took Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. Like, you had both of them. <laughs> like. Well, in one of the other leagues, I it was auto-drafted. I had Cup. I had Metcalf, Lockett, Sant Debo, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon. And I still lost. And like I, I, I had my quarterbacks were Dak and I think Derek Carr. Damn. I still lost. I don't know how. Oh, then I picked up Renfro, I believe. And Renfro did good toward the end of the season. He was doing well. Renfro's got that grit, that high motor. And I still lost. So again, it's all fantasy sports are all it's about all luck. luck. It's all luck. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it helps to. There is some skill. It helps to know. It helps if you know what you're doing. But, but it's also day, it's also luck, it. yeah. So, so I think that's gonna do it for us. Next yeah. week we'll have the championship game recap. We'll, we'll know who's in the Super Bowl, so we'll, yeah. we'll be a Super Bowl con preview. Of course, um, it'll be a couple weeks before the Super Bowl, but obviously more NBA talks. See if anything changes, which yep. probably not, but we'll see what <laughs> goes on. Uh, breaking news! Breaking news! The Magic is in first place. The good, the good, the good news is the trade deadline is coming up, so that's gonna give us stuff to talk about. So, yep. um. We'll get into some rumors. Ooh, rumors. rumors. We love rumors. So, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your week.